Hey, hey! Today I want to talk about something that is a little bit painful. I want to talk about disappointment with people really close to you. At first I hesitated and thought, nah, it's too personal and it's something that really made me sad. But hey, this is what the Own It with Annika podcast is all about. The real, raw, sometimes painful and not so pretty things in life and how to deal with that in a constructive and positive way to own it and be in control of your feelings instead of being a victim to what happens to you. So yesterday was my birthday, turned 45, whoop whoop. That's not the average normal birthday age, right? It's a little bit special, you know, five from 50. Uh, Oh my god, that, that was a little overwhelming to say. Let me, let me change that. Five from 40, right? It's adult. Anyway, to me, it was a little bit extra special. Birthdays are very special to me. But let's just say yesterday felt extra special. If you know me, you know I'm a family person. I love my family and I miss them very much. Having lived abroad for over two decades... Oh, there we there we go again. Two decades. Makes you sound so old. Anyway, uh, having lived very far from my family for long now, they know that on special days like Christmas, Easter, Midsummer, uh, and birthdays, I distance myself a little bit because when we used to FaceTime, I would just end up crying because I really miss them. It's hard not to be close to them. And I know that many of you listening are also expats living far away from family. And you know what it's like to feel that distance when you want to be extra close to them. And especially now when you can't even travel to see them. I knew my birthday was coming up and I wanted to prepare mentally and make it so that I could have a really nice day. Even if it's just me and my kids. No birthday party possible for now. Um... This is where the story about disappointment comes in. I had prepped my children and talked to them for two weeks about what mommy really, really wants for birthday present. They're 12, 12, and 13, and I can't really buy material things, but they can definitely help with things. So I explained how much it would mean to me to be able to enjoy a day of rest, relaxation, and peacefulness at home, With no work, just enjoying some rest. In a home that looks nice. They all understood, and I was really looking forward to possibly my first day of rest ever. That's another topic. We'll talk about that another day. But to make it super clear, all three of my children had understood very well how much it would mean to me to get that birthday gift of a sorted home, a little bit of cleaning. Well, uh, let me tell you what my home looked like yesterday on my birthday. (laughs) It looked like if four persons had spent eight weeks in there just constantly moving around, putting things at random places, school books and paper high and low, piles of clean clothes on every single chair, also covering the entire kitchen table, electric gadgets spread over all surfaces you can imagine, a tent and rollerblades, yes, inside, all of our Christmas decoration in two very large boxes in the middle of the living room floor, please don't ask about that, and workout equipment in every corner. That last one is my fault. 
Oh, and the tiny detail that, thanks to the lovely weather we've had the past months, the doors have been open pretty much all day, with little feet walking in and out and in and out and in and out. So massive amounts of pollen and leaves and sticks and some sand and a saw. Oh my gosh. Covering the floors in an uneven and very stressful, ugly pattern. Also, my kitchen looked like if all the people in my village, and some other strangers, I think, had invited themselves to have a big, nice dinner using my kitchen to cook and make a mess. But they all left without cleaning up, and I was not invited. Yep, so um, I was disappointed. Very disappointed. After all these weeks at home, where I've cooked multiple times per day really nice meals, supported, encouraged, say yes to so many things I should have said no to because it's hard for the kids as well, but all that giving, and I got to spend my birthday in a home that looked like a tornado passed through. Very disappointed. I was so grumpy, I almost couldn't stand being with myself. And it was my day, my birthday. Maybe I exaggerate, and I'm definitely a little extra sensitive on days like that. But I know I'm not the only one feeling this. That you just can't take any more of giving and serving and caring and fixing and saying yes when you don't really get any kind of help in return. I thought I'll share how I deal with myself when I get to that state, when I can't stand it anymore. Because I do sometimes. And I am literally allergic to victimhood. So when I feel like a victim, I have to find a way to get out of there. Get out of here! <laughs> the most effective strategy I have come up with is to be very disruptive in my actions. Literally tackle, my se- tackle myself out of the emotional state of victimhood and feeling sorry for myself and all that disappointment going on. How can you do this to me after all I've done for you? You know. So what I do is I take intentional, very focused, big action in an area that is 0% connected to what's going on in my black hole of disappointment. I'll tell you exactly what that was yesterday. First, I decided that I will pretend I am home alone. That the house is a me and me deal, and I ask myself, which area would make me happiest to have cleaned up first? It was easy, the kitchen. So I dive in and go all the way, cleaning every last piece, and then continue to the kitchen bench of some fine wood that needs polishing every six months. And I don't know how many laps of six months I've missed, but anyway. I deep cleaned it sandpapered it, cleaned again, covered it in oil and let it soak for a while. I read a poem to it. Then I did a full session of wipe on, wipe off, got a good arm work out there. It took four and a half hours. And when I was done, I felt so very satisfied and pleased with myself. The kitchen looks brand new, really beautiful. I felt much better, but I still needed something more. I didn't want to remember my 45th birthday as, ah, yes, that was the day I spent the whole day cleaning the kitchen. What a lovely birthday that was. (laughs) So I thought, uh, what is something that will make me feel excited, happy? And again, it was pretty easy. 
I have carried the thoughts and daydreams about my podcast for so long now, and I've been talking to my friend Charlie about it for quite a few weeks. Said and done. Research, study, learn some technical things, select the platform, and go. You already know I launched my first episode yesterday on my birthday. Oh my gosh, I loved it. And I am so happy that I can say, ah yes, on my 45th birthday, I recorded and launched my first podcast. Own it. I owned that day. I made it mine. I took control of my actions to disrupt my negative thoughts that were making my day miserable. (laughs) Miserable. It wasn't a birthday I would have suggested or wished for, but now, looking back at yesterday, I am very satisfied with how it went. And that was 100% because I decided to take charge of a situation where I was feeling really bad. Definitely the worst version of me in a long time. Not charming at all. Trust me. But I changed that. And I hope you see how you can do that too. Next time you feel that people close to you make you really disappointed. And let's just be honest. That happens on a regular basis. Because we're humans. But we don't have to stay in that very negative mood. Take control of your thoughts. Ask yourself what would really make a difference to you. And then go do that thing. Change things. Literally take action. You've got this. Okay, I'm going to go and make a lovely cup of tea and drink it in my beautiful kitchen. Thank you for listening.